And we're back. No intro. You know why? Because I have another bone to pick with you. And this time it's serious. Dead serious. I bought five boxes of Girl Scout cookies. Oh my god. And I told you that these are to be saved and that I do not want to see an empty box of Girl Scout cookies up in your room. Uh-huh. And then, lo and behold, two days later, not two days, I go in your room and there is an almost empty box. Good phraseology uh, there. I was worried you Girl Scout cookies. Say an empty box. Because it wasn't empty. It was almost empty. Jesse, there's like four cookies left in it. There are six. Okay. Um, so I tell you not to do it. Yep. And then not 48 hours later, you're like, hey, I'm just going to eat this entire box of cookies. I didn't eat the entire box. Bro! So go ahead. Why did you, why did you directly disobey my orders? Well... According to you, they're mine as well. <laughs> you said I'm gonna buy some cookies. I'm like, all right, all right. Let's let's uh, rewind this podcast. All right, I said, don't eat an entire box of cookies. We have to say, like, we have five boxes, and you're we're we're buying five more, and you're you're putting like five bucks in because that's ridiculous. They're the best Girl Scout cookies. Well, if I don't seem like a fat ass mm-hmm. before, I do now. <laughs> <laughs> so you did it to yourself. Remember what happened when my mom bought a box of Samoas? Yes, for all of us as yes. a snack. I had eight of them. Yeah. Yes. There are fifteen in a box, so you had half a box in one sitting. Mm-hmm. So you understand how easy it is to eat a lot of boxes of Samoas. Yes. So, chill the fuck out. Well, I said specifically, like, these, I put 20 bucks on them, and I'm like, alright, so this is gonna last us quite a bit. No, not in this house, my friend. Okay, we can't have that. You have your your, your stupid healthy snacks, yeah. the, the, the pretzels and, and, and yeah. all that other crap, and then you still go after my stuff. Imagine, Why? imagine this. Imagine this. Imagine this, ready? Don't eat my Girl Scout cookie. Ready, so, on the shelf. There's a perfectly good cooked steak, okay? And then right next to it is, like, pretty okay cooked, like, asparagus. What would you choose if you had to choose one? I'd eat both of them on the spot because that's what that, a No, meal that's a good meal. I probably shouldn't have done that. Probably, like, a, a thing of crackers. Like, a thing of saltines. Which one would you pick? Well... Are the saltines my roommates who two days prior specifically told him not to eat? Uh, I never said he couldn't eat my saltines. I don't want to eat your saltines. But I'm just saying, what would you choose? What would I choose? Yeah. I wouldn't choose either one of them. Oh, if whatever. my roommate was like, hey, I bought these and and specifically these rare items that I don't want you to eat, and I'm saving for the rest of the year. Rare items. You act like they're such a commodity. Yes, they are. Bro, they sell Samoas in stores all around the United States. Nah, Girl Scout Samoas. And and this is what you told me yesterday, or uh, a day before. You were like, all right, you know, they have these regular Samoas that uh, people 
that, that they make. And Keebler uh, makes Samoas. Okay, cool. If you want to eat your Samoas, go buy those. All right, because <laughs> I want the Girl Scout ones. Those are the bomb ones. Let's do a taste test. Let's do a comparison. I feel like you're gonna be like the kind of guy that's like, well, this box was five dollars. That you, box no, no, was three dollars. No, no. So that's why. It's I guarantee better. you, I'll be blindfolded and I can try both of them. Yeah. And without even touching them, oh, and yeah. tell you exactly which ones are. That's which. actually a really good idea. I think we should do. You know, it's a great idea. <laughs> Don't eat my Girl Scout cookies, and I'm gonna keep them in an undisclosed location of my choosing. I and they will literally suggested that to you. And you yeah, didn't well, I was like, there's, "This guy obviously has self control. He won't eat all no, of them." Not with Girl Scout cookies. No way. It's chocolate, Mark. You're the worst. You know about my obsession with chocolate. I'm like that anchovy from freaking spongebob go buy a giant thing of chocolate why don't you do that so that when you're like hey should i eat these chocolates that i you can buy every day or should Uh, i eat these rare too much chocolate dude i can't i can't have that much chocolate exposed oh you why didn't you say that to yourself three hours ago when you ate an entire box of samoas see how you're changing the narrative it's an entire box now it's literally 10 samoas 10 Samoas. Mm. Over the course of two days. Oh, my God. I'm Call da- me Hitler. I need, God. I need another shot. God forbid. Because of this. You don't need anything. Stop drinking so much. What are you... Oh! Yeah. <laughs> you want to say... Okay. Let's let's review your history uh-huh. in the past day. You yeah. bought a handle of Jack, and now it's gone. What bought happened it, to it? I bought a handle of Jack, like, last Monday. And, and it's about to be Monday. A whole week. Uh-huh. And it's gone. Well, yeah. That would have lasted me at least six months. Well, I have... So, I don't think of it as, like, straight up just, like, hard liquor. I think Mm -hmm. of it more as, like, a... You're helping your heart. Yeah. Like a medicine. Mm -hmm. I don't overdo it. Like, I have literally one or two glasses. You know? It's not like I'm getting cocked in the corner. Ha, ma. We got work tomorrow at 7 a.m. I'm not doing that. I'm just drinking. It helps me go to sleep, too. I go to bed really early because of it. Mm. I think it's... And honestly, there are a lot of health benefits. Yeah, it's probably not great for your liver <clears throat> in the long run. No. But it has it has been proven to help with Alzheimer's, dementia, heart attacks, heart disease, kidney failure. It has a lot of probiotics. Mm-hmm. Wait. I don't think it has probiotics, but pro-benefits that outweigh the cons of having one glass. Like having a glass of red wine a night doctor will not say no to that well treat my samoas like they're your whiskey and the fact that you can have one a night okay maybe two no uh anyways uh i'll stop i'll stop with that with the bone picking with the bone picking is that your new thing are you gonna start every Every, every episode i will start off because i have many of them and, and people might think that I'm like, oh, he's just probably coming up with something to uh, say in the podcast or say, this is a legitimate issue. I mean, you were screaming at me for a good while. <laughs> yeah. Not hard enough, apparently. Um, anyways, go ahead and what, what do you want to talk about? Well, I found out something today about our house. So you remember how the realtor, when we left the house, was like, oh, look behind you. It's Stone Mountain. Yeah. And I was like, oh, I was so happy about that. I was like, look at that little hill. Yeah. So it looks, it's Stone Mountain. Yeah. It's Trash Mountain. It's a landfill. 
You see, I said this before to you. I said I lo I looked up there and was like, "Oh, look! Look at all that construction yeah, that's going on." Yeah, it's not construction. There. It's trash. It's okay. literally trash. Yeah. I mean, it still looks nice. I'm not gonna lie. No, it doesn't. It looks like a nice. No, hill. it doesn't. It looks like a a pile of trash. No, it does. That's not. over a thousand feet. Yeah, it is. No, well, yeah, it, it is that. But you didn't know that. No one could tell that. Until no, I looked I it up on my map. It, I only looked at it in passing. And it's DeKalb County Landfill. Okay. That's what we have a beautiful view of. <laughs> I was dying. I was like, what? I looked up at the mountain. I'm like, what is that? I'm like, it kind of looks like trash. And then I looked on my phone and I looked. Stone Mountain is so far north of here. I was like, wait a second. That can't be Stone Mountain. So I looked behind our house and it said, DeKalb County trash or landfill. And I was like, oh, live next to a landfill, not Stone Mountain. Well, um uh I don't I don't know how to respond to that. It was was that going to decrease our uh, property value? <laughs> no. I mean cuz it's plain as day. Like you can see the the crap out of it. Yeah. No, it it won't decrease our value. But it's just funny because I literally thought it was a mountain. So, last night, I made a decision. I was like, you know what? I'm going to buy Turok for the Switch. How much was it? It was $20. Oh, that's not bad. It's not bad at all. And it's $50 on Amazon. And I was going to have it shipped to the warehouse and get it. But I ended up uh, just buying, for, uh, buying it right there. And I played it. And it is my childhood video game that i used to play with my dad all the time we used to play it and he used that's to scare cool. the crap out of me and i had great memories on it turok 64 yeah that's a good game and i don't remember beating it or finishing it or anything i just remember it being difficult and scary and my dad loving it that's the memory i have of it and it was great it's good and i haven't played it since and then i bought it and i played it in an instant flashback to my childhood like nice. levels and and sounds and all of that just came back and it felt awesome i uh such a good feeling i had a very similar game uh but they the time in between the two of them wasn't that long it was super mario world 2 i think it was on n64 and i played it all the time it was my it's probably the best mario game i think it's called super mario world 2 and then they released it on the game boy and that's all I played as a kid. Super Mario World. It was a Mario game I played as a kid, but I can't remember the name of it. I'm trying to think if it's the same one. This one had, like, different levels, so... They all have different levels. <laughs> well, no, no, no. Like, it had a map, and you started out at the bottom of the map, and then you work your way up, and every single part of the map had a castle you had to beat. And you had to beat the boss in the castle and lower the flag down. I believe it was called Super Mario World 2. I don't remember. Mine was on Nintendo 64. Was that the one? Yeah. I mean, they were... And you could ride Roshi, Yoshi, and you could... I don't know. You get the you get the mushroom. You get double the size, which mm. gives you two lives. Nope. Didn't, no, I don't, think, I don't think it's the same one. Oh. <clears throat> but it's the same experience, you said? Mm -hmm. You played it. But, I mean, it's not the exact same experience because mine is like literally recent as hell it's like yeah no like years and years yeah. after not i'm not even like if they were to anymore. release it now which i don't know if they have or not i would be in the same i think boat. you can because the switch has like pretty much 
I don't know how to do it. I don't know why. I don't know where people do it, but it's like you can get the old Nintendo libraries of all well, that's the old really classics. cool. The Turtle one was a remaster, or not a re? It was a port that was like HD. I'll argue that the Xbox 360 version was way better. It wasn't a version of it on 360. It was a remake. It wasn't a remake. It was a brand new game. It was like a reboot. Yeah, it was way better. I know that's a joke. I don't know yeah, why it is a joke. The game was terrible. It was terrible. It was one of the like. It was the worst. Not game. the first game I got on 360, but it was up there. Yeah, and I remember like I rented it from like blockbuster or something i was like super excited i was like oh they brought turok back and yeah. then i realized real quick that it's not no it's not turok at all it was like uh it was like aliens remember the yeah. a- alien bp or alien vs predator i didn't play that it was it was like the 360 version of it it was really bad Ugh. or one of those games i don't remember exactly which one it was but that's what it was like for turok yeah and it was just it was gross it took everything that was great about Turok and threw it away. I I didn't like it. It was it was very uh, bland and not fun, not interesting. No, the the gameplay was like very, I don't know, very j- jarring. Yeah, like it was, it didn't feel right. Like the buttons you were pressing for it either. Yeah, like the the actual layout was really bad. No, it was gross. Uh, but playing this Turok was oh my god, dude. It, it is so much fun. Well, it was simple. What a great too. game. Yeah, it was simple, but like honestly, what a great game. And I remember it being more than just dinosaurs too. I remember it being like people were bad. Well, yeah, like you're, were ki- like, you're mostly killing like like natives or yeah, something. Yeah, you're killing natives. Yeah. And 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 then some then oh, wait, no, they're not natives, but they're like I don't, I don't know what they are cuz they're so pixelated, but yeah. they're people in armor with guns and then yeah. some of them have spears. And then you, you're fighting dinosaurs, specifically like velociraptors, and then there's uh, these giant non-dinosaur but like ogre-looking things that come at you that are like mini-bosses. Yeah. There's only like four in the first two levels, but I don't know. It must be fun playing a super nostalgic game like that. Oh, it's so much fun. So I'm past, I just got past second level now. And so I'm to the third. I... I gave you my Switch for Christmas. You that did. was your Christmas gift. Because you never played it. Well, I did. I did. But then they just didn't release games I cared about, mm-hmm. like, at all. And so I was like, eh, it's just collecting dust, and I know Mark would, would like this, so I gave it to you. Mm-hmm. Anyway, it had nothing to do with what I was about to say, but I was, like, in my room, and I could... I was watching a Netflix show, which I'm going to mention in a second, because it's great. But mm-hmm. uh, all I kept hearing was... Ooh. And I'm like, why is that so annoying? And it went on for like 25 minutes. So mm-hmm. I, I go over to your room and I see you. You're playing freaking Diablo 3. And I'm like, oh, of course it's Diablo. Oh, Because yeah. it's just constant fighting. Yeah. And I hear It's just noise. And I'm like, that is the most infuriating thing if you are not playing that game. So annoying. Yeah. It's really annoying. It's bad. Yeah. I never realized how annoying Diablo could be. Until I it's not wasn't just, playing. It's not specifically it. Diablo. It's just a game with first off like really bad speakers on the Switch. By the way, so all those yeah. sounds come off like really muffled in the same kind of same exact. Yeah, but tone. if I were to hear it coming from the PC, I'd still it would still be like cutting, cutting, take it down, and put it down, and it's like shut the fuck up, God, it's so annoying. Unless you have context, it it really is annoying. You gonna be all right? No. Uh. So real quick, I want to say this. When I was younger, my my cousin played Diablo, and I really wanted to play Diablo, but my mom didn't let me because Satan was in the game. It's because it was <laughs> because 
the name of the game was Diablo. And it had demons and it had all of that. But the point of Diablo is you're, well, at least Diablo. the first one and the third one. Yeah. You're our, you, you're a good people. You're, 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 a, you're our you're good ne- people. I'm going to say, I was going to say it, but it's going to, no one's going to, you're a Nephilim, but no one's going to know what that means or to care. But anyways, you're a good person and you're fighting demons and you're bringing, you're restoring peace to the wastelands. Is that what you told your mom? No, I mean, I'd never got to play it. Oh. But uh, that's so, mom. She just hit you with not a chunk. Not bad. <laughs> oh my god! Stop mentioning your damn chunk. Uh, so it's not bad. It's not a bad game. Like the point of it is to and the same thing with the. Uh... Oh wait, no, it's not. Anyway, so I watched this show, and I don't normally do this, but I just picked something random on Netflix, and I thought it was a documentary. I normally do that. I know. I I thought I'd do you proud. Anyway, so I, because I was bored and I was just like, let me watch something different. So I saw this, this show called Unbelievable and I thought it was a documentary. And it started out like, it kind of looked like a documentary. Oh, I seen Unbelievable. You did? No. Okay. Anyway, it's not a documentary. It's a limited series. It's a show show. And it really deals with some really dark subject matter. And I don't know what I'm like, who are all these people? Like the most famous person in episode one was the guy who does the voice of Patrick Starr, which most people wouldn't notice who he looks like. I just know what he looks like. And in the second episode, you know who shows up? Freaking Tony Collette. Hereditary. I know who she is. I was like, okay, whoa. You know, like shit, this just got real. But basically the concept of the show is that it, it like... It's pretty depressing, but it's like um, this girl who gets raped um, goes to the police and the police don't believe her. And she says she made it all up, but she wasn't making it up. But then she thinks she's making it up. And then they find out that there's a serial rapist. And it's like this whole investigation like show. And it's really fucking good. And what's great about it is it's at first I was like, this is a really poorly made show. Because it's very clunky. You know how, like, one of the first rules of screenplays is you get into a scene late and you get out early? Mm-hmm. They get in that scene way too early and get out way too late. A lot of lingering. Yeah. But I think that was intentional. Highly recommend it. Very good show. Eight episodes. And honestly, like, some serious topical like very modern like issue based stuff that I think people need to be exposed to because it really opened my eyes to a lot of things and how like how stigmatized that kind of stuff is you know like oh a woman could say that this could happen and tarnish a whole career well that's ignorant shouldn't think that way Hmm. you should always believe what a woman says happens to her before jumping to a conclusion like that is it kind of like the HBO show that, or no, it was the Apple original of the uh, news broadcast people and with Stephen Corral and uh, Jennifer Aniston? You know what I'm talking uh, about? Good morning. Some, the morning show. The morning show. I only watched the first two episodes. and Doesn't that deal with uh, all the... It deals with like some Me Too kind of stuff, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But this was more... It was, it, it was just from the point of view of like a woman and and victims as opposed to 
commercialized like popularity like icons you know these aren't famous people these are just people who something happened to them and how they dealt with it and it's really eye-opening stuff it's a really good show easy watch eight episodes uh the there's two detectives it's tony collette and i can't remember her name but she's the girl from the walking dead and she actually won an Emmy for it. I found out after I watched it. She won an Emmy for it. It's so her it's first an Emmy, Emmy nominated or Emmy award winning show. Yeah, I guess so. And I <laughs> never heard about it. I don't really believe that. Why? Because it's unbelievable. Oh. oh, oh yeah. The, one of the girls says unbelievable at one point in the show. I'm like, they said it. Superman Four: The Quest for Peace. No, no, you butchered it. He goes. Lois, in order to save the Earth, I have to Superman for the quest for peace. He's like, oh, he said it. It's a great joke. Yeah, it's a pretty good one. Um, that reminded me that you that uh, you talked about rape. Oh. So. <laughs> You've been raped. I'm about to tell you a story. Oh boy. Uh, no, it's that. Remember the movie uh with Gerard Butler. And. Uh, Love uh, actually. Wait, Love at? I don't think so. Oh, wait, no, not even close. Law-abiding citizen. Uh, so. <laughs> oh, God, that movie. So, like, as a kid, I thought the movie was fantastic. Yeah. And I watched it with my family. It came out in, like, 2011, so I, you I were really a kid. I seriously, no, 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 I was pretty young. And I really can't tell you how many times I watched that movie, like, with my parents and, like, like with my family, and we all thought, like, it was good. Yeah. And then years go by, I haven't seen it, and then... Chris is like, oh, I love this movie, this and that. And I'm like, wait, hold on. Chris likes this movie? I thought this movie was, like, dark and deep and, like, it really, like, you had to be smart to, like, know what's going on, this and that. And I'm like, what? You're telling me Chris likes this movie? There's something kind yeah. of fishy here. And then we showed it to you. And then I watched it. And I'm no, like, wait. Oh. Provide some more context. You guys hyped the shit out of this movie. I just said, I no, all I said you was, hyped it as much all I as said Chris was did. that movie was crazy. It was like, there's twists here, twists there, blah, blah, yeah, blah. Yeah, you're like, it's so good. I'm surprised you haven't seen it. Why haven't you seen <laughs> Law Abiding Citizen? And I'm like, geez, I never even really heard of it. Let me watch it. Yeah. So then we watch it. Yeah. And it was awful. It wasn't terrible. It was really bad. It wasn't that bad. It was so bad. No, because you can see, because the concept's pretty dope. No, they, co- they copied the movie Seven. Oh, so and then you know what? I watched Seven a week after that. Yeah, way better movie. It's not the same movie at all. Yeah, it is. No, it's not. Well, okay, they up the ante of it in Law Abiding Citizen, but it's a similar concept. It's not even. It's not even close. Oh my god! What a- Seven without really spoiling it for people, and if you haven't Please seen Seven, spoil it. Okay, whatever. It doesn't matter. So Seven is literally about a a serial killer. Yes. Who is killing people who are breaking the the or sinning in forms of each deadly sin like like yes. if so like a, he, his first kill was uh gluttony gluttony and it was a, a really big fat guy you know yeah. who he basically made himself eat to death or whatever the entire movie's like that uh-huh. and 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 it's not supposed to be like like anything else and and law-abiding citizen is nothing like that at all it's literally about a guy whose wife was raped in the very first scene and yeah. murdered and his children and so and the guy Wait, does he go to prison? Doesn't yes, matter. He does, uh, but he has a plan. No, he he yeah, he goes to prison. And he gets off or whatever, and then oh, also it the very first scene is like him like 
chainsawing a couple people. That's not the very first scene. But he that's how he went to jail. He like chainsawed a few No, so or the something. guy who killed his wife and yeah. was part of the murder, he like kills this guy in the most horrific way possible. Yeah. And then he goes to prison and it's all part of his plan. Thirteen years in the making or ten years yeah. in the making, and then he proceeds to like screw it. Get his revenge on the Yeah, people. that has nothing to do with the plot of seven well, at all. What I'm not my, even my, close. I never compared the plots. You were like because no, and I remember this specifically after we watch it, and you're like, "This literally is a blatant ripoff of Seven. Well, what and you the, were like, "That is watch that," and I was like, "Wait, Seven is like that? I, well, I, what the hell? No, the format of it is the same. It's like, okay, we're gonna go from one kill to the next kill to the one setup no. that traps people that goes from the next setup, no. and then we're gonna investigate him, try to stop him. Well, but in that case, he's Saul's gonna, similar. He's gonna Saul get is the exact same movie as Law Abiding Citizen and Seven. Yeah. No, to, shut to the no. Okay, then I got it on. I got it on the podcast. Here it is. I to got an extent, it on. The, yes. No, it is not. And then they are completely different and movies. And then, so then that's it's like saying like, Friday the Thirteenth the same. There, it has kills in it, and they're going from one kill. To well, the next. no, nothing to do with Jigsaw it. kills people because he thinks they deserve to die. Okay, well, okay. There's a little similarity in that regard. I just got that. But it's not. Oh, the, it's I just not got that. Co- I just got that. It's a similarity, but it's not okay. I never it's, said it was the same concept. Okay. All I said was it's it's formatted in very similar ways. The writing is. No. I never said they were the exact same movie. But you did say that for Seven and Law Abiding Citizen. All I said was they were trying to rip off Seven with a completely different concept. No. Okay. I'm sorry. It's just not it's just not true. Well, either way, you hyped up a really bad movie. Really bad movie. And you can't tell me that Seven, which I guess you didn't watch till after I said that, and I said that Seven's way better, that you watched it. Do you agree that Seven's a better movie? I don't know. Are you kidding me? Yeah. Seven's one of my favorite I'm movies. Kidding. I'm kidding. I, oh. I thought you would get a bigger reaction. No, Seven is ten times better than that movie. Uh, and I didn't think they were going to go like where they did with Seven. Like, what's in the oh, box? So good. So, in reality, this movie isn't about, like, like I don't know, a detect- the detectives figuring out the case. This movie is more of, like... The serial killer figuring out the detectives. It's more of a serial killer putting his plan out and executing it perfectly, and then that's it. Mm-hmm. And then and the movie is just dark and gritty and disgusting. That's and gross. great. And uh, do you know really depressing? That's I believe it's David Fincher who did that movie. It's yes, a, it was. It would. It, he would like to say that that's his first film that he made, but uh-huh. it's not because Alien Three was. Oh yeah, he did Alien Three. Yep. Terrible movie. But you can see where a lot of that style came from. And it's no alien it, It's not a bad terrible. movie. Yes, it's everything I hate in sci-fi horror. Everything, no. everything, and and the color palette, disgusting. You know, it's, it's the you same know, it's, in you know, seven it's, too. No, it's, it's funny. Not. It's not the same. Yeah, it's like that brown, like sepia. Yeah, but then there's blue, and then there's green, and yeah, then there's for br- the different kills. But overall, yeah. it has that. Dr- we literally had a class studying the color palette of seven. Yeah. Okay, no one had a class color uh, studying the oh, color palette it's not of a good Alien. Movie. Exactly, and the color palette sucked. Didn't have a good. If you were to do the, if you were to do the line strip coloring for each yeah, scene and each frame, it is just all brown and then really bright orange in the end, and then brown, and that's it. Like it's stupid. Okay, but that movie you can't say to me is the worst movie. It is the worst movie in the Alien. Why? Franchise. Really? Yeah. Over Resurrection. Over Resurrection. Yes. You've seen Resurrection. I have seen bits of it. <laughs> 
That's, I think that's the one I have. Okay, here's the concept. So Alien, Alien 3, uh, Ripley uh, crashes on a prison planet. They kill off Newt and her the guy there, the soldier from the second one. And you're like, okay, sick. Sick right off the bat. We're just going to kill off characters for no good reason. Mm-hmm. And then she's trapped on this planet. Blah, blah, Why are you telling blah. us the plot of this terrible Well, wait. Movie? I'm going to tell you the plot of Alien Resurrection. Ready? 400 years in the future, they've been cloning Ripley. Yes. And she's half alien hybrid. Yeah. So every time she bleeds, it's acid. Concept aside, it still was more entertaining. The bits I've seen, at least. I mean... Dude, literally what I remember of the third one was unnamed soldier number six, (laughs) bald, running through a corridor of brown, running from an alien. This in that tracking shot of like him from the front going through the corridor and it's yeah. like three minutes and this and that and they're hiding and then and then more scenes are like that it's everything i hate and those genres put in one movie it's just awful it's it's not Do you know what's an underrated movie in the sci-fi horror genre no life oh uh, life i really enjoyed that movie is so is it confirmed prequel it should be wait hold on prequel to venom right uh-huh oh okay it should have been that would have been awesome with ryan reynolds yeah well he dies right off the bat <clears throat> spoiler I haven't seen it yes you have you went to the theaters with us oh wow since you said that my past changed and i did go to the theater with you, you did guys. you went with me dennis and chris right yeah look at this new timeline merging right so now. that never happened no that never happened why didn't you go with us yeah first off, i don't think i was invited second i didn't even want to go Oh, gross. I didn't want to see that movie. Boo. At that point. Screw you. We had a blast. Y'all did? Yeah, it was fun. It's really fucked up, too. There's a lot of shit that happens in that movie that actually genuinely scared me. I'm not even kidding, and I'm very hard to scare. All right, so spoiler alert. When Ryan Reynolds dies, Mm -hmm. it's fucked up. Alien, like, goes in his throat, and, like, it chokes him super slowly, and there's, like, blood pouring, and I was like, oh, my God. He's like... And I'm like horrific imagery and not to not not and I, I was caught off guard you've seen every horror movie imaginable and you're gonna sit here and be like just the way it was framed the yeah. shot like he was turned around and all you could see like his back was towards the camera and all you could see him was like going like this and like blood oozing out of him and i was like Oof. you know the first time i ever like actually got scared and squirmed at a movie huh. genuinely and i was like Ugh. you're like hostile that movie that with that chick who gets raped and then proceeds to go and kill everyone oh revenge is that what it's called revenge yeah with her foot yeah when she gets glass stuck in her foot yeah it's like it's a good movie they put they put most of their budget towards like really intense practical effects that are disgusting and look so realistic that's a shutter exclusive hyper realistic is it a shutter exclusive it's a really good movie too they did a good job yeah, it was very, uh, very. It felt very indie to me, and yes. not blown out, which is good. And it, yeah, it felt like a, uh, it's. It was. Uh, I mean, the the whole plot. Tell people what Shutter is, dude. I don't think. Oh, Shutter! It's like a, it's a horror movie streaming service. Literally like Netflix, but just horror movies on but it. But to be fair, I kind of regret getting it because it is five dollars, and it you know, it. it it is a good streaming service, but there's not like a whole bunch of like the big horror movies on there. And I'm a, I don't know. There's like a lot of like B movie stuff on there, which my mom loves. I was, but if you're paying for a horror movie streaming service, that's pretty that's, much what no, you're it's going good. for. It's good. Yeah. 
Um, you're not going to find like Halloween on there, Friday or Nightmare, but you're going to, you'll find some good stuff. And they have like Mandy on there, which Mandy's a really good movie. Um, oh, you don't like Mandy? Mandy's too extreme. It's way too, like, I thought it was good. Yes. Yeah. As an art form, as an art, I'm sorry, art yeah. piece. Yeah. Uh, and that's like, to me, like the way I picture Mandy is like, all right, this really sadistic, gross painted wall and and there's a picture frame of mandy and that's where it is that's where that art belongs you know like i don't i'm never gonna go to that wall and like want to pick it up and look at it again but it's just like it and it it affected me and it was good good, but that's about it um mandy is like it's weird it's really weird and it's weird and that's why that's why i respect it i will never say mandy mandy is a bad movie Ever, I will never. It's say very that. strange. Though. It's very strange, and, and it's they not... do they do really weird and trippy things. So like, there's one scene where it's like, and the color they do what the what they do with color in that movie is really weird, and and what film people would not recommend doing. Like if I you go if you it. would go to a, a film any film theory class or anything, or not just that like a lighting class, they would say this is not what you're supposed to do, but they do it in this movie, and, I love and it. it's really blown out pink lighting on this people. Or like green, and there and the scene is really gross, and what's going on in it, and it, there's just like not, not a lot of things going on, and their eyes seem like dark, and you can't really see their eyeballs, which makes them scary, or their, I'm sorry, their pupils, so yeah. it really makes them. Because it's all blown out. Too. And so, but the scene is like dark, or not dark, but bright pink, not bright, but like it's like I don't know how to explain it. It's like a tungsten pink kind of thing, and it's then same pink. That's fine. It's pink. But anyways, this shot lingers like for four minutes mm-hmm. on this guy's face. Yeah. And he's talking. Yeah. And all I remember thinking was like, I've never done acid or anything, but this is probably what it feels like. Yeah. Like it was like a psychedelic, weird, like kind of trip. Yeah. And it was just this guy's face. And then it was just, it was really, really weird. And I remember his girlfriend looked scary to me because uh-huh. they do the same lighting on her and she had no pupils. And that's probably why I was scared of it. Well, they did. They did multiple lighting for her. They did a lot of greens and pinks with her. It was very, very visually pleasing to me because I love colors with lighting. Like if I'm if I'm gaffing, which means lighting a movie, I will always throw color in it because it's bland to me. Otherwise, that guy, whoever the gaffer and the DP were, were just like, let's throw all the colors. You know, let's have it super blown out. And you know what's great about it is that it's not supposed to be realistic. That's what I love about that movie. No, there's not at all. nothing realistic. Because there's about a part it. where he picks up a green item that I don't really remember what it had to do with the plot, but he had a green item, and then they sh- they just literally grabbed like a f- like a six fifty a little light light, and then put a gel a green gel in front of it and shined it on him yeah. and moved it around. Yeah, and like it illuminated his hand, and it clearly is not anything like that would be in normal life. It's just there to happen. Well, Here's a spoiler alert, so turn down your volume real quick if you don't want spoilers for Mandy. The whole movie doesn't take place on Earth at all. The very last shot shows them on a different planet. So, what the hell is up? What was up with that? I don't know. I don't. I Honest to God, you know how like people are like, oh, I love Blade Runner 2049. And I'm like, well, do you? Because I don't know what that movie's about. Mm-hmm. Truly, I could only tell you a little bit about Mandy, but I love it. Yeah, I like I, that, was, that was a surprise to me. I was like, whoa. He's you like, know? whoa, okay. What is that, that? A lot of that makes more sense now. Because the whole time they're being like <laughs> hunted down by like demon bikers. Yeah. Like what? what is that? It, you was, know? it was pretty cool. Like 
that movie that was the movie was so pleasing visually and so like i had before a 40 inch tv when i first started watching mandy i shut it off 10 minutes in between and i was like i gotta go buy a new tv i bought a 65 inch tv because of mandy because i was like i can't watch this this is a disrespect Mm -hmm. if i do this yeah um overall though it's a really interesting movie it's it's weird but uh I like that it had an effect on you because it had an effect on me too. I was like, I've never seen anything like this, you know. Yeah, it was very, it was very unique and different and strange, and and it, I don't know, it just it was it 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 never it never struck me as a film that didn't want to be itself and bad, so it went for it and it did it. Its it own took thing. risks, yeah. And so in that case, I give it a thumbs up. Mark reviews. How about uh, Suspiria? That movie was just painful to watch throughout. In a and, good way or a bad way? Well, in an in-between way. Uh-huh. Whereas it was just, I don't know, man. It was disgusting, that movie. I feel like I'm a, the like only it. person on this planet that truly likes that movie. Like, a lot. Yeah. It's just it's just too much. It's and a, then the ending with, was, with not, yeah. not just the camera work and the editing, but what was happening on screen was so grotesque that i was just and it happened for a while it was like yeah at least non-stop like six minute scene and i was just like jesus um and you could tell it was all culminating to this but and like just some and to paint a picture it's just like some dark room deep in a mansion and there's like it opened up it looked like uh like there was two sphinxes and, and it was like underneath a pyramid and it was like a, a a ritual going on. There was blood everywhere, and there was skeletons, and this really fat lady with pulsating like pimples. You know who flying. that was? No, that was uh, what's her face? Uh, she's in the movie. She plays like eight different characters. Tilda. Tilda Swinton. Oh yeah, she was the fat right. lady too. I, I remember you telling me that. Yeah, uh, it was. Uh... Well, don't spoil the ending if anyone's curious. But the reason I like that movie so much is it's literally like a three-hour horror epic. Yeah. And I mean, I get it. For a lot of people, you're not gonna you're not gonna like it because it's confusing. It, if there was a scale of like one being like where Mandy is, not in terms of good, good greatness and all that, but one being like really obscure, n- nonsensical, nonsensical, but like I know what you're saying. You know, like kind of movies like where it's just like you know. They're growing for it, and they're going to really do their own thing. This is not really going to be like, like ten being like hereditary in terms of like you can watch the film. No, no, no. Hold no. on, your hold scale's on. flawed. Already. No, no, no. It's not a scale of like ten's great and well, no, not... no, no. But your ten being like non-obscure, hereditary is pretty obscure. No, too. but here's what I'm saying though. Hereditary is like, it was straightforward. It was going. What was happening? It was visually like there was some grotesque imagery and stuff like that but like for the most part i understood like why wouldn't it be like a straightforward horror movie like the conjuring or something okay let's okay put conjuring up there i don't care okay because hereditary is not hereditary would be like eight and it's closer to that and but suspiria would be like four and then mandy would be like one like mandy is like the craziest weirdest movie i'd put midsummer pretty close to it too midsummer would be like like a a step above uh suspiria for me yeah three no, I said Suspiria is like a four. Midsummer would be like a five. Oh yeah, it's very obscure. 
But it, hereditary is like an eight. I would say hereditary is more like a. In seven. terms of my my skills, I, I just made this up on the fly. Conventional horror as and non-conventional and like weird yeah horror. Midsummer was another one of those. It was like Suspiria. It was a long ass movie that was painful to watch. Yeah, you're not liking what you're watching. And but it was great. It's one of those like you're not horrified by what you're feeling. You're shook. You're like shook. You're. I always think that, that was guy, uneasy. Yeah, uneasy and like you kind of feel dirty after watching it. Yeah. You know? So what's crazy is, uh, or not crazy, but what's great is my, well, not great. <laughs> Let me go through all of it. Uh, what's crazy, what's great, what's awesome, what's bad. What was funny, I should say, was my friends, because uh, I, I would tell, I told one of my friends about it, Seba, I said, this movie like was pretty insane to me. It affected me. I was like, it was really weird. I can't, I can't really explain it to you. You just got to see it. And then he goes and takes my friend, his mom, all these other people who Why? don't watch horror films. That are, they don't. They watch like, like they would probably have gone to see Jumanji that weekend yeah. if it wasn't for Seva's recommendation. Like that's the kind of and if movie. Jumanji came out the same weekend. I'm just saying, like I'm that's kidding. the kind of movie. I know. I get uh, it. And so they went to go see Midsummer, and then they all relentlessly, yeah, shit yeah. on it. They're because like, because they're what not. The hell is they're this? not the What's audience. Yeah. yeah, but. That's a stupid mistake. You shouldn't. First off, you shouldn't have told Seven to even see it. I didn't tell him. That's the thing. I, yeah, you just said it on mic. No, you said, I said because I remember what I was doing. You just have to go see it. No. Well, okay. Well, yeah. I said you. But this. But what I was saying was, I can't really explain it to you. You just have to see it. That's what I said. And uh, the reason why he was so intrigued by it is because he loved Hereditary, and he was gonna see that. Also, and, two completely different movies. Yeah, they're very different. And I told him, I said, this was scary in a different way. Like, I was like, I, it didn't, it's not scary, scary. It's, it was horrifying to watch. And I didn't, I just I mean, wanted to get up. I mean, both of them are, you feel like you need to take a hot shower and forget about the last three hours of your life. Yeah, Hereditary was, but Hereditary to me is peak, like, horror level. Like, I, I, I still have not seen a movie to this day like, like that. Have you seen it more than once? Uh, no, I saw it once. I don't want to watch it again. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Know. I don't, I don't. I've watched it three times now. I plan on watching it again. And I want to watch the but Midsummer. Out of all these movies that we discussed, it. it is one that I would watch again. Ugh, you got to really set yourself up for some heartache. I know. Because that, that movie will hurt your heart. Yeah, I know. That is my favorite horror director. Right now. Right now. Yeah. Uh, he can't do any wrong. I'm very excited to see his next Although movie. Although he. Hereditary and Midsummer are very similar in the way that. You Subject can, you, matter. You can tell that this, who the director is like, or you can tell what this guy is going to do throughout this movie. Well, that was my only one complaint with Midsummer. I would argue this. I wouldn't say that. I would say that they both deal with very similar subject matters. Well, okay, grief. but I'm not talking about subject matter, and I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about how he sets up what he is going to show and scare you. So in you're, movie. Ta- are you talking about like how he accelerates the ending? No, I will say specifically. This director, which we should Spoiler, name... Spoiler, Ari Aster. Ari Aster. Uh, this guy will be like... Let's say someone just died in this movie. 15 minutes later, or an hour later, he will... And they die in horrific, disgusting ways, and very realistic. Like, he tries yes. to go, like, Yeah, like, you're, you're talking about the first act? What what instance are you talking about? I'm, no, what I'm saying is, like, someone will... Like, let's say... I don't want to spoil Midsummer. No, I don't want to spoil Hereditary. In Midsummer, these people die, and they and they die where like this girl smashes her face on a rock, and it, and then like in kind of, 
excruciating detail, they show her face get caved in and mm. the blood squirt from it yeah. and how you would think it would happen in real life. And so later on in the film, like an hour later... Oh, you'll see a flash of There it. will be a flash of that imagery uh-huh. on the screen. And he'll specifically do it to where you can't look away. You can't not see it. And he does that to shove it in your face. He did the same thing with Hereditary. I don't think and he, he did the same thing I don't with think he summer. does it for that reason. I think though. he does that exactly for that reason. I think what he's doing is because the characters didn't look away. And the characters, that's what they saw. And you might have looked away, but guess what? You're going to see what the characters saw. Exactly. That's exactly what I'm saying. You're just explaining his process. But no, of but there's it. a story reason behind okay, it. Okay, that's fine. I'm not saying it's bad. I'm just saying. That's a stupid gripe. That's a nitpick. No, it is a nitpick. And I said it's the only thing that bothers me about those movies is that he shoves this in your face and I don't want to see it. Like, I don't like seeing stuff like that. And then he don't put, go to the, his movies. Put, I, that's a. But, that's what's great about it is it's so disgusting to me like it's so like you can't get away from it once you're in there like uh, it's just it's like going through a haunted house no it's not no no no. not at all it is because you can't you can't close your eyes in a haunted house if you're by yourself like you gotta open no one goes into a haunted house by themselves the scary ones they do the real ones well i'm just saying that these movies are legitimately scary and if you don't like atypical horror movies if you like something like the conjuring and those kinds of movies and that's it you might not like these movies because they're slow long depressing drags for movies but that's what i like in horror that's what me and you like but guess what an average moviegoer probably won't they want the conjuring they want which is an excellent movie let's not take away from the conjuring i'm talking it's excellent it's not excellent and i would say if not if not no nope if not for the conjuring i don't think midsummer or hereditary would exist that's not true swear to god well okay in the in the sense that uh what's his face james wan james wan like revamped horror in the modern era of horror films but ari aster would probably still been like hey i want to I want to come up and, you know, do this. I mean, true, but I don't think it would happen the same way. I think if it weren't for the success of The Conjuring, none of these excellent horror films would have... I don't even think A24 would have existed. I don't know. It's, because it's before, one of those butterfly Mark, effects. We well, no, because before, uh, before The Conjuring, there it was very rare for any movies... Uh, any horror movies to make any money at the box office. So like before that, the biggest one was probably like the grudge or the ring. Yeah. Okay. And that was probably a little more than a decade before the conjuring between then it was torture porn, like saw saw made some money. Saw wasn't that much torture porn. Like hostile well, is more. It's not really porn. like horror. It's like, it's like just gore for the sake oh, of real gore. quick. Hostile yeah. Eli Roth. That's ho- he did Hustle, right? Yes. You know he's he's directing a live action Borderlands movie. I also won't want to say publicly that I fucking hate Eli Roth as a director. Okay. I like him as a person. That's why I wanted to tell you he's making he, a he's a he's a horror enthusiast like I am, but I fucking hate his directing style. He is a terrible, terrible, awful, awful director. I would never want to work with him. Unless he wants to hire me as a gaffer, then I might think about it. You but would definitely go on board. Mm-hmm. It depends you on would how def- much. That would be a one hundred percent. If it was my first job, maybe. 
Oh, shut up. It's not a maybe. It's a 100%. If Eli... Okay, okay, what, I gotta stop uh, what, you in your tracks What point right in my now. career? Literally like a week from now. Oh, then yeah, I'd say yes. Oh, yeah, I'd say yes. Oh, well, yeah, because I'm not working. Exactly. I'm working at PC&E. I... If I, if I had been like five years into my career and I was working on X amount of random movies and Eli Roth was like, hey, do you want to be a gaffer? I'd be like, probably not, bro. Because your movie is probably like Cannibal Holocaust or whatever the fucking movie was. It was travesty. It was awful. I would not want to even think about lighting something like that because you know what he had a shot of in his movie? And it ruined my childhood. He had Junie pull out his penis mm-hmm. and get bit by a spider. Okay. Junie from Spy Kids. I saw that man's penis. Okay. I don't want to see that Eli Roth. Go fuck yourself. Sorry. Don't like Eli Roth. Jesus. Anyway, torture porn. They made money. They did, but they didn't make as much money as The Conjuring. The Conjuring made literally like half a billion dollars. That was like a first for a horror movie. Mm -hmm. So without James Wan reinventing the franchise and bringing it to a modern audience, which I I don't understand people's... I think they have, I, I forget the phrase, but it's like when you look at something after the fact, you know, and then you criticize it, it's like everyone liked The Conjuring when it came out. There, Everyone liked it. And then now after there's like Annabelle and The Conjuring 2 and all this stuff, yeah. everyone's like, screw The Conjuring. The Conjuring sucks. Well, I've, I, I thought The Conjuring was good, but I severely hated all the stupid, unnecessary jump scares. They were just so irritating to me. Very irritating because everything else about that movie felt so good. Did you see it in theaters? I did. Did you get and, and did here's you jump the thing. a lot? Dude, I am terrified. <laughs> or I'm sorry. I was terrified of horror movies. I never went to like they would like I remember being young and they were gonna go see the movie with the with, with the call. The, do you remember the Oh, one missed call? One missed call and on the front it has the the eyes. The, the eyes two okay, faces. yes, okay. Yeah. So I was very young and they were I saw the poster of that and I remember all my cousins and all of them were gonna go see that in theaters. Like, Mark, you wanna come? I was absolutely I was like, No, I can't, I can't. Like I was scared. It was like when you were little and you're trying to get dragged on a roller coaster. Yeah. Did not want to do it. So I'd never saw horror movies in theaters. And then Conjuring, that was one of the first ones I did. And so like you know, I was shaking kind of like when Good. I was in the seat, yeah. and then the the title comes up. Yeah, it goes ah. like that, and so I was like immediately, like, I was like, I was seriously like, oh my god, okay, please, I'm just gonna be I was literally like wow. so scared. I love that. And then the title goes up. Yeah. And then like that, and I'm like, oh my god, let me just read it. Like I'm just gonna look at this. I'm just gonna look at the film, and, and these. No, people I remember real. it goes based on true events. It goes. Ah. Yeah, and it, the music's so good. Oh. God. And then the movie happened, and it did not scare me at all. Really? But it was really good, yeah. Kind of it, d- it didn't dude. scare me, and then that's when I realized, like, I'm not scared of this at all. Like, I'm scared of the stuff in real life, but yeah. in movies, I, I'm not. Well, okay, so <clears throat> what I loved when I first saw The Conjuring, I cannot recommend not seeing a shitty movie, uh, horror movie in theaters, but seeing a really good horror movie in theaters with a packed audience. I think it's one of the best experiences you can have. Except when it's hereditary. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. If it's a slow burn, like, kind of, I'd rather watch them at home. But anyway, so what was great about The Conjuring was, like, the way it was shot felt like it was shot in the 70s. You know? Like, it had that aesthetic to it. Yeah, no, it was good. And I just was it shot on film? I don't know. Possibly. I remember it looking like it did. Probably. I wouldn't doubt it. 
But one of my favorite shots ever done in a horror movie, still to this day, it's so good, is when she's looking around for her kids, or she hears noises upstairs, it's in the middle of the night. And then she turns around and all you hear is boom, 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 just a bunch of stuff falling. And it's all the pictures on the stairwell falling. But it's shot in one take. Yeah. So I don't know how they did it. They must have strings or something behind them all. Super easy to do. But still, it was so effective. I was like, damn, that's scary. That's so scary. Because I always imagine like a big noise in the middle of the night. That's what scares me. And all the time, it's the fucking cat. I'll just be like walking quietly in the middle of the night, getting a drink or something. Yeah. <laughs> no, I know. I'm like, what the hell was that? I come upstairs as like the bookcase. You know what's great about that though is the fact that if I ever hear a really scary noise, I can blame it on the cats and have peace of mind. Like, yes. That's what's great. Very true. Yeah. <laughs> and unless I, you know, hear something else, and I, and I just scared myself. So we're gonna move on from that. Uh, a movie that people did not like. And hate it. And I thought it was going to be a, what do you call it? <coughs> uh, gore fest? What would you, what would you, oh, what like word a, you use? Yeah, like a, a gory movie. Uh, like an Eli. Like whatever. a splatter fest. Gore porn. Whatever. Uh, I thought uh, Mother was going to be like that. And that's why I was so scared going into Mother. Seriously, like I was terrified. Like I, I was like, <coughs> ugh, I do not want to watch a movie that's going to be what was all scary. of that about it was what we didn't know anything about it that, that that's exactly what i'm talking about and and then it was marketed as and and in the like uh like one of these movies that's gonna like scare you to death and blah 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 it's gonna be the scariest movie you've ever seen and in the trailers they show like really like the end of the film where there's like really gross imagery of like blood and all this stuff and has nothing to really do with what the movie's about and it's like i'm, I'm seriously thinking like i'm about to watch some eli roth type shit like it's no. gonna mess me up because I hate that stuff in films. I hate it. And, Unless uh, it's funny gore. Funny gore is funny. Well, yeah. Like, like uh, what's his face? Like, Sam Raimi and his... Uh, oh, God, yeah. 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 Like, uh, no, no, no. That's a good one. Uh, Drag Me to Hell. That was oh. awesome. But, uh... Stupid funny gore. But, uh, no. And I didn't even watch Mother and it's completely different. And I love that film. I've never... I've seen it three times and I still like it. I like... I was confused by it at first and then I realized I hated it. Uh, I've never been so angry... At a movie, in a movie theater. I was literally shouting at the movie's screen. Yeah. Pissed me off. Yeah, it's supposed to. And I fucking, like, it literally pissed me off. I know, it's supposed to. Hated it. It's supposed to make And I watched it, because me and Mark, some context, we went in with no knowledge of it. And we came out, we were so baffled by what we just saw. We were like, what is this all about? And then we figured it out, we pieced it all together. Yeah. So I showed my mom and dad at home for the first time because I wanted to see what they thought. I showed my mom and dad. And my dad got it right off the bat. As soon as the credits rolled, he's like, oh, that's a... Yeah. I was like, oh, wow, okay. So I guess I'm stupid because he got it like right off the bat. I think my dad would have gotten it too, but the thing is I spoiled it beforehand because he... I I, I don't think he would have wanted to watch it. So I basically told him the premise and he's like, oh, okay. And then he watched it, but I didn't tell my mom. Did she guess it? Uh, I, I don't think so. I think towards the end, she was like, this, this, and that. And I started explaining it to her. She's like, oh, wait. Oh, okay. That makes sense. Oh, that makes sense. This and that. Oh, yeah. I don't like it. <laughs> and, and, and so when I watched it a second time, I was like, I really don't like this. I did. Because I, I liked th- it more the second time. I think, I think I like where, what's his face? The guy who directed Black Swan. Really good director. Uh, Aronofsky. Darren Aronofsky. Yeah, I was thinking Denis Villeneuve. 
Which is one of my favorite directors. Yeah, I was going to say, he wouldn't direct trash like that. Anyway, uh, so the reason... And pause. Uh, I'm kidding. Trash? It was a joke. Okay, okay. But Denis Villeneuve... I mean, come on. Anyway, so uh, I, I like what he was going for. I really do. I think it's very well written. I think it's just not directed well. I No, if you're going to say that Jennifer no, Aniston... No, I wasn't even going to mention that. Wasn't even going to mention that. I think I think visually what he did with it, like him having it all close ups. Yeah. I, I don't think that was a strong idea. I think it was a perfect. I I think it was perfect uh, to be honest with you. And just to force a movie, like force your audience to be. It was all from her perspective. Think I about get it. it. Think about if there was like like let's say they used a thirty five millimeter and <sighs> panned over it as she. No one knows what you're talking moved. about. Okay, let's say they had a really wide shot. And yeah. and then they like were looking at her and pan and it was just like every other movie and then and and then like you know she goes up the stairs and they see her go up the stairs this and that no it was like in her face going up the stairs you were up with her you were like there you could other, not get away from it and then when people were breaking the sinks and breaking fire everywhere you spoiling the movie we can okay, talk about it when in general shit sentences. happens yeah. when shit goes down you're right up with her I don't like that okay well. They, I think I think there are other ways to show someone's point of view than being in a close up your entire movie. There are better ways to do that. I liked it. I think what, I've never seen a movie like that. I've never seen a movie shot like that. I think just because we've never seen a movie like that doesn't necessarily mean it's good. Okay, you can say the same thing for Mandy. Okay, you never. I've never seen a movie like that, but someone can. Come I will over say there. easily, easily that the lighting is ten times better in that movie. There, there are objective things in that movie that are better Nicolas cage's performance in that movie is 10 times better than what benicio or was it benicio del toro yeah why sure no it was the other one no it wasn't benicio del toro it was uh it was a guy from uh uh uh, no country for old men yeah no country for old men and specter i always get them too confused yes skyfall uh, no. It was Skyfall. Oh, it was Skyfall where he had the fucked up job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, let's think about this. Javier Bardem. Javier Bardem. I always get them Damn too it. confused. <laughs> but they, they look kind of the same. Kind of. Uh, like, they could be brothers. Javier Bardem and Je- Jennifer Lawrence, their performances were nothing compared to Nick Cage and Mandy. So what, are you, what, are you, what are you doing? Because you what I'm saying is there are aspects of this movie that are objectively worse than Mandy if you're going to compare them. I wasn't saying that. I was comparing the idea of... Like, just because it's never been done before. That's what I was oh, saying. Oh, well, yeah. I mean, but it's still, like, I was so baffled. His acting was good, first off. Harvey Bardem, and so was Jennifer yes. Lawrence's. Uh, when yes. people say yes. that... They, and yes, first honey, off, these people aren't even right. people. Yes. What's happening on screen? Hey, sp- avoid spoilers. People might want to want to watch this after. Okay. I'm going to avoid spoilers. I know what you're saying. They're, they're not even, like... You see what I'm saying? Yes. Like, they're not supposed to be, like... I can't say without spoiling. Okay, but anyway, spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. You're stupid. Okay, that's no. what I'm saying. Uh, no, it's fine. We have different opinions on this, but I think it's at its core a very unique movie. I think she I, broke her rib acting for this movie. Cool. That's just a story. They promoted the shit out of this movie so poorly. How are you supposed to promote that? How do you, you promote that movie? Easily. Don't promote it as a fucking horror movie because that's not what it is. It's not a fucking horror movie. And that's the reason it why people is, were though. pissed. No, I wasn't horrified by it. I was horrified. Uh-uh. It is not a horror movie. And that's what pisses me off about that stupid studio. I think it might be A24. I'm not sure. But they keep falsely promoting these movies as if they're horror movies and they're not horror movies. 
This movie, yes, probably can't be classified in a lot of different genres. I get that. But do not say it is one of the most scariest, horrifying films you <sighs> okay. would ever see. That was a good marketing move because it wanted people to get in seats. Yeah, for a a movie that they were expecting to be scared by, not confused and angry by. I think that's per- I think that's awesome. No, I think that's terrible marketing. Because it's yeah, it's it's like misdirecting what you think. It's subverting you know they your did? expectations. They gave people cards before the movie, disclaiming that it was horrifying. It was a horrifying movie. Okay, well, they why did the would same you thing do for that? Paranormal activity, and that's a horror movie. And that was scary, but you can't. Okay, but you're saying you know it's different. Horror can be different things. I agree. Okay, that so was not a horror movie. I would classify it as a horror. That film. was a. You can bleep this out. A b- drama. That's what it was. It was an that's not a genre, allegoric though. drama. That, that's not a drama. That, that's it's not a, a drama. It's not a genre. That's what I meant to say. I'm like, it's a genre. It's not a genre, though. You can't say blank blank is a genre, what you just said. Okay, cool. It's still a drama. That's what it is. It's okay. Just, uh, maybe a suspense drama? No, a suspense it's thriller? it's a suspenseful horror drama comedy. <laughs> Family movie stupid it pissed me off though the marketing with that movie okay no i'm i'm fine with the marketing because of course you are because you like the movie but a lot of people if you go on okay so there's this thing i don't know if you know about it and you're gonna be like oh it's bullshit doesn't matter it's called cinema score well, that's bullshit doesn't matter and it's a cinema score is basically they survey an audience after they see a movie and they say uh was this what you expected from the trailers mm-hmm and they give uh, a grade rating, A through F. Yes. There are only 26 movies in history to get an F score. Yeah. That was the first. Okay. Does that make the movie bad? No, it's just poor marketing. I'm not saying it has anything to do with the movie's That's merits. So what if it's poor marketing? So if what? If you watch Mother after our discussion about it, and you think it's a horror movie, or if you expect a horror movie, you're not going to get that. But here's the thing about that, though. You know why I'm fine with that? Because this wasn't, like, this movie isn't supposed to be the end-all, be-all for horror movies. It's not supposed to be the best of the best or anything like that. Are. It's literally Darren Aronofsky's interpretation of something. He puts it into film. He doesn't give a shit what you think. Marketing companies are the, the studios are, like, they have to I'm not, put people in seats. Yes. So whatever. Put that yeah. aside. They did their thing. But the movie is still out there. And I still saw the movie. And it still affected me in ways that I... Never thought it would be from a film like that. Yeah, and and I, I loved that. And I even even seeing the marketing, I was scared. And then and when I came in, it's definitely subverted my expectations. I was like, well, this is not what I thought this was at all. And actually, for the better, because I would I you know, good. Because what if someone told you the plot of that film? It's kind of like that. Because let's say let's we saw the plot of the film in the in the trailers, like oh. So we're about to see someone's interpretation of something like this, 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 and that. No, I'm not saying that. We're about to see not a horror film because this trailer is not horrific. You can have the same trailer, but don't say in quotes, it is one of the most horrific movies, scariest movie of all time. Whatever. You can't, that's, you can't, you can't hate the movie for that. I'm not hating the movie for that. I, I love Darren Aronofsky for what he did. I, You know he wrote that script in four days? Yeah. And then he fucked Jennifer Lawrence to, so she would get the role? That's another story, by the way. Is it true? Yes. They dated, and then the movie wrapped, and they split up. As Hollywood do. Uh-huh. Get that role. Get that money, J-Law. Anyway, uh, I don't like it. You like it. That's fine. Whatever. Move on. I will never watch that movie ever again. So, anyways, what's up, guys? Welcome to the Messy Podcast. Uh, that was your very long intro. Thank you for uh, coming with us. 
Anyways. God, how how long was that in your head? That Not joke. <laughs> it wasn't. It wasn't even. I literally just thought of it because okay, I was good. looking at it and I was like, I, I completely forgot to do the intro. Okay. Okay. So it was, a, <laughs> it was the an hour and five minute intro. Okay, we're done. By the way, ew. No, we just started. Get me out of here. <laughs> uh, this is my own horror uh, movie. And just like that, the podcast is over. Thank you guys for listening. Uh, this is this has been a Halloween special. We really appreciate you coming in and listening. Uh, follow us on social media, Messy Podcast One. I think right, Messy po- the Messy or Messy. I don't know what it is. Who cares? No one's gonna join anyways. Um, peace out. Bye. I love you.